Everybody was like, why not Atlanta? Why not Savannah? Why not Charleston? And I was like, why not Augusta? Why can't it happen here? When the dominoes fall, when the universe opens up and it tells you that this is what you're supposed to be doing, it just all kind of feels right. Welcome to Drop the Disc and a special presentation of the Avid Augustans feature series where we talk about local Augustans and the cool things they're doing in the community. Today's guest is Regina from 4P Studios, which is a local arts-based business that supports arts. They do classes for artists and aspiring artists. They host galleries all around Augusta. They have two locations. They're an all-around incredible business, and they've been in Augusta for over five years, going on seven this year. Uh, thank you so much to them for supporting our Augusta Rock series. If you do go to the show, you'll see them. If you don't go to the show, make sure you connect with 4P Studios. Just type in 4PStudiosArt.com. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you let us know. And if you have somebody that should be featured on Drop the Disc, make sure you send us an email to dropthediscpod at gmail.com. We've been getting a lot of emails of suggestions recently, and it's awesome. If you guys enjoy this episode, also give us a rating or review because it really does help us to grow the show and it helps us to know how you're feeling about what's going on. Lastly, every episode that we do is presented by Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates, but you will not hear any other sponsorships listed today as this is a special episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show with Regina and 4P Studios. Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And we're Drop the Disc Podcast, where we are here today with a special guest for a special episode, Avid Augusta. And today we are here today with... Regina Breda, owner of 4P Studios. Solid. Looked like you had practiced that. I was like super, Aww, super <laughs> concise. Real right quick, there. tell everybody what 4P Studios is. Uh, we are a multitude of things focused on supporting the arts community. So we're an art gallery, custom frame shop. Um, we do uh, solo and small group exhibitions at several locations around town, artist management. Um, we do a rotation of artwork at local businesses, um, and we try to support art artists through offering classes and spaces to do work. How can they find you real quick? Um, well, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we have our own website. It's um, 4pstudiosart.com. Awesome. And, and you have a physical location? Yes. Where, we, where is that? So our main location is in Martinez. Um, we moved there in September of 2019. And then we have two satellite campuses that we use as galleries in downtown Augusta. The space at 901 Green Street and 600 Broad in the middle of Broad Street in downtown Augusta. Two very well-known spaces in the art world. That's yeah. awesome. And before David asks his first question, I do want to <laughs> shout you out for being the associate sponsor for Augusta Rocks 3. Uh, that's happening October 8th, and we are very excited about that. If y'all end up going, make sure you check out her table. She'll have a display table what? at the yeah. concert for you to check her out, meet her, get to know her, and enjoy the concert. And we're going to have some special coupons available for attendees as well. You say coupons? Yes. I should have saved my what? I heard some people <laughs> call it coupons. Coupons. Anyways, anyways. I'm done, David. Are you done? <laughs> I am. You go All for right. it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Regina. We are very excited about this. By the way, my mom is from Regina, Canada. Okay. So connection right there, I think. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the way we I love like, it. The way we like to start is by asking, where are you from? Are you from Augusta? No, um, I've been here long enough to call it home. So okay. I'm an army brat, originally from Maryland, via Mississippi and then Germany and here. So. Okay. When did you move to Augusta? 1988. <laughs> 
Awesome. So yeah, been here a long time. So you've seen some things here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How old were you when you moved here? Did you go to school here? Yeah, I'm elementary, middle, and high. Um, okay. You're going to make me give away my age. You don't <laughs> need to. Just no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You've done enough. <laughs> <laughs> but we like to ask, uh, you know, you went to high school in the area. Where'd you go? I went to Evans High okay. School. Yeah. There's a lot of heavy hitters from Evans High School out there in the world right now. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. You're in good company. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So you graduated high school. You're, you're in Augusta at the time with your family, I assume. Uh, yes. Was your... Was your dad in the military? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, what uh, did you go to school here? What made you stay? Uh, so the short version is, um, I was a business major at Augusta State. Took a four year break, went back, pursued my art degree, and the second I changed my major to art, all the dominoes kind of started to fall into place. It was like you know, you when you just feel that right fit, that like this is, you know, the path I'm supposed to be on. Um, I've been told quite often that I'm probably the most organized artist you'll ever meet. And a lot of artists get that That's bad rap. That's the business time. Yeah, that you yeah. Spend. So the business um, classes definitely helped me out quite a bit, um, and being able to help support artists achieve, you know, their successes. Um, but I don't know. It's just uh, when the dominoes fall, when the universe opens up, and it tells you that this is what you're supposed to be doing. It just all kind of feels right. Okay. Absolutely. When did Four uh, P Studios start? So we opened in um, February of 2015. We were in a little thousand square foot shopping strip mall in La Pavilion. Um, what was the inspiration? So I wanted to create a space that offered artists access to the equipment and materials that they needed to be able to create that you can't necessarily afford right after graduating college. Um, okay. When I was in school, a lot of times you heard students complain about like, well, how am I going to make pottery or how am I going to have access yeah. to a dark room? and uh, you know, we're creative problem solvers, but some of those things are expensive. So I knew that if I wanted to have access to that type of stuff, then I at least had a customer base of one mm-hmm. and could just start from there. Um, we've really tried to allow the studio to grow organically and move into the direction of what the needs of the community are. Um, we just finished a major renovation on our pottery studio um, in June of 2020. So um, opened that back up and we're really excited to you know keep keep expanding. So. So you kind of hinted at this when you first opened. Um, you mentioned pottery. Mm-hmm. What kinds of artists were going in? What were they? What were they making? Were they leaving it there? Like, what was the what was the vibe? So our first location, we just did art shows and really artist management. Um, that's when we were building artist our connection. Management. Yeah. So building the connection with the businesses in the community and finding lo- locations to display artwork. Very cool. Um, when we moved to our new spot in 2019, we expanded as 3,000 square feet of covered working space. We have two separate buildings. Our front building is our gallery space and offices and teaching classrooms. And then our back building is our pottery studio and wood shop. So um, to answer your pottery question, <laughs> we do wheel throwing and hand building. So, uh, you know, sculpture and, you know, traditional functional pottery creating. Um, and we teach classes in that right now. We don't have a community studio just yet. That's kind of a part of our next phase. So opening up the kilns to be able to allow local potters come in and fire their work. That works. is so. such a cool concept. Oh, From a thousand square feet too. It sounds like you've really like developed this over time yeah yeah we've tried i mean so we started with a thousand we're at three now and i've got a 10-year goal to build a dream facility so it'll happen well let's yeah. talk about that <laughs> at some point i don't know if this is the time but yeah, i'd like to hear the dream at some point stick around because later we will, <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about that 
Um, that's really cool, though, and especially kind of coinciding with what seems to me like a lot of artists and a lot of public art in Augusta kind of gaining not only publicity but popularity. And then now you've got people like Jason Craig, April Henry King that have the, the art as their full-time job. And then you've got agencies obviously employing artists like Pork Chop at mm-hmm. Rear Stewart. All of that's super cool. Um, did, did any of them kind of like, do you guys help artists come up? Like how, how do you, I guess, you know, interface with those artists? So a lot of what we, I guess, focus on is artists who have never displayed artwork in a gallery before. So we're really kind of using that as a mentor, um, program to explain to them, like when you want to go pitch to a gallery or, you know, a larger location somewhere out of state or whatever, these are kind of the protocols that you should follow. Mm -hmm. Um, This is how you create a portfolio. This is how you document your work and create a CV and, um, you know, give those other locations a chance to see that you do have, you know, some experience, but you still might need a little bit of coaching. So our, um, our main location in Martinez is, is a more intimate space. That's usually where we start artists off that have a smaller body of work that really haven't experienced the gallery life before. Um, and then the 600 Broad Building and the Space Gallery we use for larger artists who have larger work and have had a little bit more experience in the community. Yeah. Um, so does that answer your question? It does. It okay. definitely starts it. We'll keep going, though. <laughs> okay. Because you also mentioned classes. Yes. What kinds of classes do you teach? Um so we have group classes and private lessons. I bring in outside instructors to teach watercolor, um, acrylic, oil, drawing. Our kids' classes are supremely popular. Um, you know, they do mixed media. They do um, all types of two-dimensional pieces of work. Uh, we do workshops. We've got one coming up on um, understanding NFTs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> all the rage so right now, right? Art, yeah, yep. digital art. Yeah, so we've got some of that coming up into the mix soon. Um, you know, I mean, really the sky's the limit. If an instructor comes to me and they say, I've got this idea for this class, we're there to help promote it. And then also try and, you know, I look at it as like a cross pollination. Like we're going to help get their name out. They're going to help get my name out. So Mm -hmm. we're, we're symbiotically related to each other in that, like, I really want to promote their skills as an artist and then also help them be able to make a living doing their art. And sometimes that is teaching classes because you, you're not guaranteed art sales. I'm curious, are you are you the only kind of business here in Augusta? I mean, are there other places that are doing the same? Or, I mean, are you really the first of its time here? I would like to think I'm the first. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that anybody else is covering as many bases as we're. I think we're. that's probably the yeah, big thing. That's yeah. what I was curious. Y'all are very broad, but with a purpose. Yes. Which is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I know that, and and the Arts Council, too, I'm sure you guys work with them. Is that right? Yeah, so we were actually slated to coordinate the children's area for Arts in the Heart in 2020, but then, you know, the lost year. Oh, that was a tough Arts in the Heart. Yeah, um, yeah, I love Brenda and everyone over there at the Greater Augusta Arts Council. Um, They're... our director of education, Erica Pastecki, sits on the board mm-hmm. over there. She was also heavily involved with Gertrude Herbert um, Institute of Art. Uh, so I, we are all connected in some capacity. And yeah. we all, I feel like, do try to spend a lot of time supporting each other, um, which is really good because there's a lot of places where that kind of stuff can become territorial. And I don't think, for the sake of trying to help it all succeed, like, 
think we all really try to support each other. Right. Absolutely. And we had Brenda in here a couple I weeks saw. ago. Yes. And she talked about how one of the things that they're very intentionally trying to do is do things other people aren't. Mm. So I like that kind of both of you are saying the same thing where they're focusing on like the business of this and you're, you know, you're teaching classes and helping people get started. Mm. So when you guys have the classes, um, like who attends? Like, could I attend? Like, is it high schoolers? Like what kind of people? I mean, we've had five years old to 87 years old. Anybody. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say that, you know, anyone's your customer base because of course that's not true but because we're so many there's so many different facets to what it is that we do you know it's really pinpointed to to whatever whatever it is you're trying to trying to offer usually the the artists that we're trying to help succeed in the community are you know fresh out of high school or in the beginning stages of college um and they just need that little extra push to kind of prove to them help us build let us help them build confidence in what right. it is that they're trying to do the classes, um, obviously, the kids' classes are geared towards the younger ages. Right, but that's like our level. That's why <laughs> watercolor. Is there an no. age limit? <laughs> um, and then the other classes we do market as like a young adult, um, young you know, mature teens, young adult, um, and a adult age um, participant. So um, I always tell the the students if or the parent or the guardian, if they have a question to come in and just, you know, chat with me, we give a free consultation. Um, so I can try and help set somebody up with the right instructor. Um, if they want private lessons or group classes. Very so, cool. Yeah. Now on that note, do you have any, like, you've been around for about six years. Yeah. We'll be seven in February. Seven Groundhog in February. Day. Wow. <laughs> um, do you have any, uh, kind of success stories or, or kind of stories of people that came out of, of the studio that you want to talk about? Um, shout out maybe uh, of course I have tons of shout outs um, Art Reed is probably you guys may have heard his name yes. yeah, yeah. he and I went to college together um, he's doing some really big things uh, behind the scenes he and I are working on some other projects together uh, I can't really talk about right this second okay. <laughs> um, heard and um, oh lord I mean I mean, I've, there's so many talented people in Augusta. Um, Sally Ballesteri, she's one of our artists. She has a reception coming up this Sunday at the space. Uh, cool. Phenomenal watercolorist. Also does some uh, dabbling in um, acrylic. Uh, new artist with our gallery, Stavinsky Brewster, who is from L.A. via New York, now to Augusta. Has work right now on display over at the 600 Broad Gallery. Um, I think one of my what I consider one of the largest accomplishments of the studio is uh, we hold a annual tattoo art exhibition. Um, and that's coming up on October 1st at the 600 Broad Gallery. Uh, it's probably one of our larger shows of the year. Um, we coordinated, it started with Daniel James um, and Charlie Baker uh, for Mr. Tattoo down here. Daniel's up with old time, but um, the goal of that was to really try and connect the artistic community of the tattoo parlors because there's a lot of a lot of um, don't get along kind mm. of stuff. But uh, did over, not know that. Yeah, over the last five years, we've invited them to create works on canvas or paper or glass or whatever it is that they can do where they're doing their art that's not necessarily on skin. Um, and so I was going to ask if it was a live <laughs> portrait on skin, no, but no, no. it's not. <laughs> no, we, we've toyed around with the idea of having some live tattooing going on. The licensing is a little crazy around that. <laughs> I'm sure. So, I'm um, sure. But uh, the works that are there are always amazing. And um, I think this year we've got seven parlors, seven tattoo parlors participating wow, wow. and um, 27 local artists, local tattoo artists. So it'll awesome. be some amazing work. You, we've talked about, you've talked about 600 Broad for a while. I mean, um, it, 
Is it specific dates where it's open? I mean, when can people go in and visit the right. gallery? Because it's a stone's throw from us right, right. now. Yeah. Um, well, they're transitioning building managers right now, so okay. the hours are kind of limited. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that there is someone guaranteed to be in that space Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 12 to 5, but my contact information is available, and I'm always happy to meet by appointment at any of our locations. Um, so... Yeah, definitely on first Friday. We're down there every first Friday um, for the receptions. And like the artwork changes at every location every single month. So it's wow. always something fresh and new on the walls. Um, and we've got a couple other spots that we're negotiating with the really? yeah, takeover. Any hints or is it too early? Um, um, <laughs> no, no hints yet. No hints. I'll That's say, okay. I'll just say you'll have a good time if you're there. It's a bar. So. Follow the Instagram oh. pages. I'll ask you after this episode. <laughs> right? <laughs> um. So I'll have one more, and then I think we can talk, uh, we can go back to that future conversation. Yes, um, yes. You Obviously, like, there's a lot of different things that you guys do. I'm curious from your experience, what type of, are there any types of art that are, like, more common in our community and any types you'd like to see more of? So first and foremost, I will say that I think everyone has a creative bone in their body. I don't necessarily think that it is always drawing or painting or sculpting. It Mine could. is editing podcasts. <laughs> I love it. Yes. We need we need you. Um, it could be singing or dancing or theater or hair or cooking. Really, the sky's the limit when it comes to creativity. So when when I think when you start to think about art limited in like two dimensional forms, then you're really not experiencing the rest of the creative world around you. Um, what we need more of in this city, um, people besides artists to come out and support the art community. Cause I think that's a lot of what I see are repeat faces. Every once in a while there's, there's new people that show up to the events that are happening. Um, I mean, arts in the heart or art city festival that just yeah. happened this past weekend is a phenomenal example to expose the general population to it, to the creative world. Um, but there are tons of free events that go on. Are there are, resources where it's easy for people to find that kind of stuff? Yeah, social media. Go to 4P Studios' Facebook page. Okay. Um, all of our events are always listed on there um, at least a month in advance. Um, and, you know, they're, they're, all of our receptions are generally always free. You so. know, before we you know, schedule this uh, interview, we, uh, you and I talked on the phone and one of your passions, and you've already mentioned it a little bit about why you created this 4P Studios, is uh, you really want the community to support it. Um, and you, you mentioned how you just said there are the same faces. Um, how much does that mean to artists to have the community or people come out and check out their art. I mean, obviously it means a lot, but I think people need to be told. Like in an yeah. artist's words, yeah. 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 Um, I think that uh, the buzz and excitement that surrounds having an exhibition where you're taking a piece of yourself and you're putting it on display in whatever medium it is that you choose to dis showcase your work um, is a very uh, personal experience, but you wouldn't do it if you didn't love it, right? So that having the reception and the exhibition and being able to come out and meet the artists and talk to um, them about their work and what it took to create it, I think is that validation that it takes to keep pushing forward and keep making and keep, you know, just striving to, to get better every single time you, you sit down to pen and paper or paint to canvas or whatever. Um, I think that, uh, 
you know, the, I, I don't know, meetups, wherever you can find anything art related. I know the Morris Museum has tons of events that they yeah. do. Um, you know, and the Greater Augusta Arts Council is phenomenal about putting our events on their calendar as well. Um, so artists are supporting artists right now. We, we want people that are, you know, that say, oh, support local. Well, that includes the creative community. It's not just restaurants. They do need it right now, too. But, um, you know, don't limit it to there. Just come out. Very Meet real. Meet people. Create those connections. I think the number one thing that kind of hurt my feelings when I went to go open my studio is everybody was like, why not Atlanta? Why not Savannah? Why mm -hmm. not Charleston? And I was like, why not Augusta? Why can't it happen here? Um, you know, we, we have the detriment that we're not a vacation destination except for one time a year. Most of the time golfers aren't in town to buy artwork, but the reason why we do so many exhibitions and so many different locations is because we really want to help to cultivate that relationship between the community and the artist, so that when you do buy a piece of artwork, you know who it is you're going to support. Um, so that's, I don't know, my roundabout answer. That was <laughs> on point. I think that's the right answer. That was really good. I don't think good. that was a wrong answer. No, okay. I think that never was never a wrong answer. answer. <laughs> no, um, let's talk a little bit about the future. Okay. You said a goal for 10 years? Yes. From now or your 10th year as a business? No, 10 years from now. Okay. I spent January um, at an intensive retreat, uh, strategic planning, um, and really dove into what my big whys were mm -hmm. um, and, you know, mission, values, all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, one of the things that my 10-year goal from that point is to build a dream facility, um, you know, in, in immediate goals is to start the nonprofit leg of what 4P Studios has to offer so that we can start giving back to the community. Um, we'd like to connect with school teachers and find out what they need in terms of art supplies, you know, um, to support them in their classrooms. Um, there's so many different facets to the nonprofit part of it. Uh, connecting with the military and PTSD and autism, you know, groups, homeschooler groups and things like that, that we feel like are, uh, you know, a better way to help educate the public too in a creative sense. Um, you know, who knows, somebody might be able to find their therapy in that. Um, so that's, that's important to us as well. Yes. And a part of, I uh, guess what we're, <laughs> we're focusing on right now, why I'm in here today is because we are sponsoring the Augusta Rocks, uh, Salvation Army Center for Hope event. And, uh, we're, coming up on that seventh year. So I feel like that's kind of like the perfect time to really start giving back to the community too. Um, and uh, we've got our name out there in a couple different ways, but how else can we help notify people of the creative community about things that need support and, you know, cross pollinate, like I said. Beautiful. Love that. Thank you for not giving us all the answers. You don't want to. You don't want to give your business plan out to the public yet. No. I get it. I get it. Let's talk revenue. No, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you my strategic plan just after the meeting. After after this, love that. <laughs> so um, we actually have a fourth member in here today. I want to say hi to him real quick. Um, Jay Kroger. Since he, if you already forgot his name. No, I didn't. I remembered <laughs> his name this time. Will you move the microphone over and say hello and tell us why you're here today? You might have to lean. Come on, Jay. <laughs> um, so I'm here today because I really did find Chris Nabholtz reached out to me um, to sponsor the benefit concert for uh, the Salvation Army. 
And I figured that with the art community that we have going on, that possibly we could reach out to the, um, to the women and children that they support and maybe give them a release and offer our services to them and, you know, have a concert, have people come out to uh, donate some money, donate their time and give back to the community that has supported us for so long and possibly, um, you know, give them some hope and give them another leg up. Jay, are you uh, working with 4P Studios? What's, What's your, your role? role? Um, so hybrid Gina, rule. Regina and I have known each other for about 18 years and, um, I have supported her in her efforts since she started 4P about six years ago, and I've had a little bit of time on my hands to come back in, help uh, reach out to the community, to the people I know, to help get the kids into the art classes, maybe get some other adults into the art community, and um, just give a little bit of time to the community and... uh, Working hand-in-hand with Gina, she helped me a long time ago get some things started that I was working on, so I just figured I'd give a little bit of time back to her that I have to get her stuff up and going. Love that. Very cool. Thank you for entertaining that. Thank you for leaning (laughs) into the mic. (laughs) Or Jay. He he told us he did not want to speak. I usually don't let people not speak, so (laughs) congratulations. You should have waited outside. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything you would like to talk about that we haven't asked? Anything that you're like... Anything coming up you want to plug? Yeah. I mean, I checked out your website. Y'all need to check out her website. It's got everything there. I mean, you can check out all the events. I mean, you plan it out in the future. I mean, people, everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got so many spokes in the fire, so to speak, uh... I think that, um, you know, we're in, we're in process of developing our e-commerce store for local artists to participate in that. Um, the NFT workshop, I am really, really hoping that we can sell that out because you just can't ignore what's happening in the cryptocurrency digital world anymore. As much as I do like to say that analog is the foundation and you've got to know how to draw with a pen and paper or pencil and paper first, like, the digital world's taking over. So even if it is a fad, we got to ride that wave for a little bit. So okay. that NFT workshop is on October 23rd. Um, it's a two-hour workshop. The artist that's hosting it in coordination with 4P Studios, his name is Jason Chambers. Um, he has had some monstrous success on OpenSea since April of this year, just quit his, his day job to pursue it full-time. So he's definitely been making it work for him. So I think that he'll be able to educate our, our artists on um, – and even just anybody in the community that's curious about what in the world an NFT is and how that world functions. It's I think, a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, because he's in the trenches right now. Like, it makes sense. Just attend the workshop. Ask the hard questions. Like, right. you know, and he may not have the answers to everything, but he's at least doing it right now. And I think that that's an added value to the um, to the workshop. So that's an, another another big thing. I mean... Check out Instagram, uh, 4P Studios Art Gallery on Instagram. Check out Facebook, 4P Studios Art on Facebook. We list all of our events on there. We're usually pretty good about making sure, like I said, they're up at least a month in in advance. Um, Share them with your friends and family. Invite them to come out and do something unique and new that maybe you've never tried before. Uh, you know, I always say the art receptions are a fun evening to start off, like come, come down at six o'clock and then go out for dinner and drinks afterwards. But you know, you just step outside of your comfort zone. That's a, 
we're not going to bite. Awesome. David, I will let you ask the question. What? I always ask it, I and I love to. asking, but I would like to hand over the baton, baton today. So at the end of every episode, we've asked every guest the same question as long as we've done the show. Um, and obviously what we do here, our uh, logo is a hand dropping a microphone uh, representing us dropping the disc in front of Augusta. And so what we like to ask is, you know, kind of what does that mean personally to you? And the way we like to ask it is if somebody was to come up to you and be disrespectful uh, towards Augusta, how do you respond to that person? I love this question. It's phenomenal. <laughs> um, my number one complaint when I meet people on the street and they talk about how awful Augusta is, is that my, I say to them, what are you doing to change it? What are you doing? Are you just going to sit here and complain about it? Are you going to be a keyboard warrior and just get on there and type about how awful things are? If you're not going to get actively involved in trying to make your community better, then I really don't think that you have a leg to stand on if you're going to complain about it. Um, so if you're not going out and participating in the free activities, if you're not going out and meeting your neighbors or volunteering at a community garden or coming to the um, Augusta Rocks uh, concert, the things that are supporting our local, local community that people are actively trying to do to make this place better, then just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Before we go, uh, I have one question. It may be ignorant. What are the four P's? Oh, that's a great question. Um, painting, photography, pottery, and printmaking. So okay. those are all the P's that I started off practicing art in. Um, but I am an interdisciplinary artist, so I've recently started doing some stained glass experimentation. Um, that's the S after the P. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Four P's, two P's, yeah. <laughs> um, we really do, we do it all. I mean, and... Uh, I mean, we had woodworking for a period of time too. So, I mean, like it's really four P studios and more. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But as far as where the four P came from, I liked the fact that the four and the P were inverse of each other and <laughs> visually yes. made sense for me. So, um, yeah. It's artistic. It worked Thanks. out very well. Thanks. Well, congratulations on almost seven years of success. Thank you. Thank you so much for your sponsorship for the yes. Salvation Army Center for Hope and for the Augusta Rock Show. Thank you. And thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special edition of the Drop the Disc podcast. We will be back in your ears on Sunday. We hope you have a great weekend. We hope that we see you at Augusta Rocks. If you have not gotten your tickets already, get them at AugustaRocks.com. And don't forget that the profits go to charity. So everybody wins here. Have a great weekend and be safe. <laughs>